Hey, 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 what is going on, Cube fam? Hope you're all doing well. Before I even get into this episode, just want to wish you all a healthy and happy new year. I can't express enough how excited I am for 2020. Huge plans for the for the Cube Folio, huge plans for the business. Uh, can't wait to see where so many of you guys go this year and what you accomplish. So really, really so excited for what I have in store for you guys and to just see where we all progress. So 2019 was, was a great year, uh, a year of a lot of lessons, a year of a lot of accomplishments, and I'm even more excited for this year. And I want to kick this year off with an episode that I've been getting a lot of questions about. Uh, it's about selling. Okay, and this is important because whether we want to admit it or not, we are in the business of selling every day. Everyone's a salesperson, quote unquote. And to be honest, it might have a negative connotation, you know, a bad rep about it, but um, it is really something that we all do each and every day to to progress ourselves. So I want to take this time and do an episode on selling what my two cents are on it. Um, you might watch guys like Grant Cardone and Jordan Belfort and whoever else is out there that talks a lot about selling. We might disagree. And listen, there's not one winning formula in my opinion, um, but I pretty much got like about 10 points on my sheet here that I want to go through that I've noticed success with and that I want to share with you guys. And, um, and let's just get right into it. So... The number one thing I've noticed when it comes to being uh, successful in sales and growing your business or you know, getting that next client for whatever, you can be in a tech company or maybe you're an artist, you want to try and sell that next painting, uh, you want to be 100% sold on your own product. You want to 100% believe in it that this product or service you're offering, it's a disservice to them not having it. Like, like you have to have the mentality that this person is missing out so much, so much by not having your product or service with them. Like it, it is a literal disservice to them. And you want to be able to try and get that point across as best as you can. You know, it's, it's very, it's very funny. A lot of times we do our best selling in my honest opinion, when we don't even realize that we're, we're selling. For example, let's say you got a new car or you got a new watch or some new device, new gadget, and someone's asking like, oh, you got that? How is it? You ever notice, if you love that product, how much you're selling it, and then those people actually wind up going and buying that same product? Have you noticed that? Like, for example, I um last year I got myself a Toyota Camry. I know. Wow. Bez, that's, that's a fine whip. Let me tell you something. This Toyota Camry is actually really nice. I got this upgraded model. It's got red seats, white stitching, a uh, black top, you know, a gray body, double dual exhaust. I mean, this thing is actually legit. If I debadged it, uh, you'd really be mistaken it for a Lexus. Um, and anytime one of my friends gets in the car or someone sees me at a light, it happens pretty often or uh, in a parking lot, you know, I get so many questions about it. And they're like, oh, I got I to gotta go to the dealership. I got I to gotta check that out. Like, I didn't even know Toyota made cars like this. And... You, when you're talking about that product, because I'm in love with this car, okay, I, I'm in love with it. I'm gonna keep it for until the until the engine stops running. And when I, I find myself when I'm talking about it, I have such excitement about it that like I want this dude to own this car. Like I want you to get the same enjoyment out of it that I am. 
because I just like it that much. When you do things like this and you find yourself, this is how you have to be in, in business too, in work as well. I've noticed that like when I talk about cube is like, let me, let me bring it, bring it to the business side of things. Okay. When, when I'm talking about the service that I provide on the subscription, I am so 100,000% sold in the value that I'm providing because not, not, not just because I, I know what's out there and how garbage it is in comparison and how much people are getting screwed. I know that I wish, I wish this service was around when I started investing because it would have saved me literally thousands of dollars that I threw down the drain on stupid penny stocks, not diversifying, staying in positions way too long, not understanding even how to understand financial statements, technical analysis, you know, nothing, 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 nothing. And I say to myself, let me put this in the hands of other people the way I wanted it when I was younger. It would have been such a huge helping hand. And I think about the money I could save others and also not just save them, but make them on top of the knowledge and the help that I provide on a virtual 24-7 basis. I get so excited I can't even help it because I know that if they just tried it out for a day, a week, a month, they would notice the difference. They would see it. So I want you guys to think about that. Regardless of whatever industry you're in, be fully sold on what you're selling or what you're offering. Otherwise, I find it's going to be pretty damn difficult for you to really connect with them because it's got to come from the heart. Uh, this is truly what I believe. If you're going to be a great salesman, okay, and take that word with a grain of salt because I know how it comes off. It's got to come from your heart and you've got to truly, truly believe what you're offering because that's when it's really genuine and that's where the other people, the people that are sitting across from you can really get that feel. Because let me tell you, people are good at calling out bullshit and they know when, when they see it. And when you're truly genuine about what you're offering, it's going to resonate. You, you, you can see it in the eyes, the body language, everything. And, and like they say about, about communication, what is it like 95% of it is, is nonverbal. People pick up on it within milliseconds. In fact, I started reading a book I'm not trying to get too off topic here. It's called The Charisma Myth. It is about how it's all backed by science from, from Yale, Harvard, uh, multiple schools out in, uh, and institutes out in, uh, overseas about how quick uh, the human body comes to decisions and judgments. It's milliseconds just based off the, the wince. It could be something as small as a wince in your eyes when you're explaining something. Uh, your hand gestures, everything. It's just so crazy. And when you truly, truly believe that of what you're selling, what you're offering, the body language also follows suit as opposed to just being that, you know, goofy salesman that just push, 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 doesn't even believe the product, just get the commission type guy. So that is number one, guys. Number two, and I've done this myself, don't be afraid, okay, to say to someone, this product is not for you. I've done it. I've done it, and this comes in line with the being genuine, because you like I let me it's best I do examples. I've had several people come into the, my Instagram DMs asking about the subscription, and I like to ask questions to see if it's really right for them. You know, are you in the markets? Okay, what is your current strategy? Is that something you want to be along the lines of? What are your goals? 
if they tell me strictly day trader, FX, um, commodities, uh, in and out, leverage up, that's what I'm, that's my type. I said, listen, man, I wish you the best um, of luck in, in that journey. Uh, this service, I'm going to be honest with you, is not worth your time. It's not worth your money unless this is the route you want to go. I'd be glad to help you find somebody. Then you you offer the you offer a solution, okay? It's always great to it's to provide something better afterwards. But I tell them straight up, look, this is not for you. And they first off, they love that. By the way, they love it because I'm 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 being genuine. Like if it's not for you, I'm not gonna I don't want your money. I'm not driven by the money. So I will tell you, this is not for you. But Let's work and see what we can find for you, even if it doesn't put a dollar in my pocket, as to how we can help get you the service that you need. Okay? I've had people come up to me, Bez, you know, you, you run a pretty nice Instagram account. You seem to be pretty decent at social media marketing and things. Do you think you could uh, teach me or is that part of your, your subscription? I said, look, it's actually not. I can always help you out, give you some pointers. But to be honest, I am not the best in this field. I can put you in touch with someone who is. I know someone who's really good. And then I made the connection for them. Now you might be saying, well, Bez, well, isn't that a waste of your time? You're not making money. What's the point? The point is I'm building relationships. The point is I'm not here to try and get something out of you. You know, because as I'll talk later in in this uh, podcast, in this episode, so much of it comes from the give, give, give thing. Uh, You know, Gary Vee has his, what is it? Jab, 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 left hook or something like that. That's along the same lines, but what I really I'm saying is I don't really ask for anything from these people later on, uh, so there is no hook, uh, unless you want to call the hook just building a friendship, and, and someone that they can trust, because now that person knows what my intentions are. There's a trust being built here. I'm not trying to squeeze anything out of you. I'll tell you straight up, because I'm not in this game for the money. I need the money to pay my bills, of course. But I'm not, I'm not trying to take money from you when I know this is not the right service or product for you. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. It's okay to say, look, this is not for you. But, but as long as you followed up with, I think we can look this direction for you. This might be better. And then sometimes it hasn't happened to me yet. And I'm not going to lie like it has. But sometimes, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and continue with this service anyway. Maybe there's something I can still learn from you. You never know. You never know, but when when the heart is right and you're actually looking out for what's best for someone, it always comes full circle. So that's point number two. Point number three also goes in line uh, about being transparent and overall not really pushing too hard, okay? When people ask me, okay, so what, what, what comes with this Cube subscription? Boom, 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 boom. How can I articulate my point in the most concise and clear man as clear a manner as possible because when you get too much um too like long and detailed off the bat you kind of scare them away a little bit i've noticed that when you give clear and concise bullet points uh, as to the product or the service that you're offering it it's much easier for your um potential customer potential client to absorb it all you don't want to inundate them because then they get a little nervous. They get a little scared. I've been the um, the victim of this myself. And uh, I also believe that people experience paralysis by analysis when one, there's not enough transparency. And two, when there's too many options and too many things going on, we tend to, as humans, 
um, like curl up into a ball uh, per se. Uh, so be transparent, be very clear about what it is you're offering because no one's really going to purchase or subscribe to your content or, or anything like this unless they have a clear understanding of what it is you're bringing to the table. I'll even break this down simpler by saying if you run an Instagram account or a Twitter page or something, no one's going to follow your account unless they can immediately and easily see what it is you offer content-wise. So in this case, we're not even talking about a sale. We're actually talking about just a simple measly follow. When you come immediately to Cube's page, the first things you're going to notice is that I do news, I do polls, I do um, fun little games like uh, buy one, sell one, short one, what's the best stock out of these three, which one would you hold for 50 years to keep things exciting and fun. And then they know, okay, this is a page I want to follow because it was right there, clear, concise, transparent, uh, and consistent. And I got their follow. That's a sale. I sold them on why they should follow me just by my content. Every, these are, there's so many micro sales that go on every day. Okay. I want you all to start really paying attention to why you buy certain products and why you're subscribed to certain things. I'll tell you right now, people are subscribed to Cube, and this is not to sound cocky. This is just me being aware of what I'm doing. I am there for everybody virtually every hour of, of the week, virtually every single hour. I, I bend over backwards to make sure that everyone is taken care of, Be, not because it's just my job. It's... It's what I strive to do. It's literally my passion. It's it's if I don't do it, I have a guilt in me because I I want to help so much. And that is what makes me different. It's not about I'm gonna get to this because this is actually the fourth point. It's not about the price. Do I know my price is absolutely without a doubt um fair? 100 percent I'm borderline ridiculously cheap if you ask me. Okay? Um, because I, I go back to if I was younger, what I'd pay for this service. And it's much more than it currently is. And people also tell me that on a day in day out basis, but regardless, it's, it's not about the price. It's about the, the value people will pay more if they can get more, you know, you know, very all the time. People talk about price, price, price. Let me beat you on price, beat you on price. It's, if you want to play that game, go ahead, you know, but why do people pay, you know, two fifty for a bottle of water when they can just pour it in, you know, tap water into their cup, you know, and take it with them wherever they go, put it in a bottle, go wherever they go. Okay, there's there's value, there's a service, an additional, um, you know, metric, an additional avenue that's being provided, and I don't want you all to get hung up on price. I really, really don't. Uh, focus more on the value and, and people will pay. People will pay. I've had people tell me straight up, I'd like to Venmo you the discount you gave me back. I, I don't even want the discount that you gave me. You're providing so much value. I want to give it back to you. Like that's when you know that you're doing a phenomenal job. Now, obviously the caveat is don't go ahead and be absolutely out of this world, you know, with your pricing, obviously there's a, there's limits to this stuff, but you know, when, when you, when people ask you about your competitors, the first thing you should not start with is, well, I'm cheaper than them. 
that's such a no-no. It's such a big mistake you're making. You should be talking about all the things you're offering that they're not offering and why it appeals to them and why it's so important for them and why it's such a difference maker for them. That price is the thing that's discussed the last, all right? Now, if you can beat on value and price, now you're really talking. Now, if this deal doesn't close, look, it's going to happen. Your product is not for everybody. But if you're beating on value and you're beating on price, your biggest problem that right now, most likely, is the communication. You're not getting it across to them. Because if this person really is in the market for something like this, then you're simply not communicating effectively enough. Okay, so keep that in mind. Um, that fifth point um, that I'm going to bring up was already kind of mentioned already about understanding the value you provide. Um, I've noticed from my experience that offering some free content up front to help you know ease that border, lower that border to, to entry is much, uh, it's, it's, it's of much help. I, I offer a free investment guide or I give them a, f- a free research report of something like this so they can see the content. Now, granted, a lot of my a lot of my subscribers have come because they've seen the content that I already provide and I've built that trust over the years. You guys have to remember, I have built I started Cube all December of um 2015. December 2015, we are in 2020 now. So this December, coming up in another, you know, 12 months, is going to be five years since I started the Instagram account. Five years I've been doing this. Posting virtually every single day, multiple times a day. And the, and I didn't offer anything of like a service, a paying service, until two years after starting the account. Because my whole thing is, let me show them the value that I can provide for free. You know, it's not much, but just to give them a taste and then eventually offer something after I see that I've built up um, a following. All right, because the sixth point here is is trying to warm up your leads first. So you want to provide the value like I'm talking about in point number five in order to build up these leads in point number six. Now, it's all about probability, guys. When it comes to sales, it's all about prob- probability and increasing your chances of closing. Number one, that's like... Anyone will agree with that, that there's no uh, rocket science to this. Um, And essentially what it comes down to is most of my subscribers, if not all of them, are warm leads. They're familiar with me. They didn't see an advertisement and not know about my brand beforehand where it's like, who is Q? What is this? Let me subscribe. I don't think I have one subscriber like that. Not one. But you know why? Because I actually have yet to run ads for Cube. Can you understand that? So if you think the, the name of the game, just as a little side note, if you think the name of the game is, let me drop a ton of money on ads and that's going to be my sales and that's going to be what drives my business. Well, maybe, but that's not how I succeeded. That's not how I am succeeding. It, you know, For me, ads are kind of weird in this space that I'm in because everybody kind of comes off like the same jerk. Honestly, they all got their Versace robes on boarding a private jet or pulling up in a Lamborghini and telling about how day trading is how they have this path to wealth. If I am going to run ads and eventually I will, um, it'll, it'll be completely different about how investing is so important, how diversification is key, how 99.9% of 
<laughs> of strategies for for long-term wealth building is you know long-term holds and not constant little day trades throughout every single day um maybe it'll get taken much better uh maybe it will have more success because of that differentiation that I'll be providing but the point I want to make here is that I've been running this Instagram account and now start with a Twitter a little bit but and now branching off into Twitch through live streaming that's to appeal to different audiences number 1 okay but number 2 to also warm you up to me who am I can you trust me let me prove to you that I am different than other people a 30 second ad is very very difficult to do that I I find it uh, in my mind and I'll 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 know the bridge when I cross it if I were looking at an ad of me, not knowing who I am, and I see this company and they're talking about how they're differentiated, I would, I'd be interested, but at the same time, I'm not sure I'm sold yet because I think what I've done and why I'm having success, okay, and this is me thinking out loud, is because you guys have seen me day in and day out and I've, I've warmed up to you. I'm, I'm a friend with many of you people, okay? What do I do? Look, it's the new year. I am literally messaging personally. I'm going through all 15,000 followers and I'm going at least 10 to 15 a day. Hey, so-and-so, I look at their name. I'll even look through their profiles. If they just got married, I congratulate them on their wedding. If they just graduated or they just got their CFA, I congratulate them, okay? And I say, how did your 2019 go in the markets and how can Q be of more assistance to you? How can I provide more value for you this year? Now, there's many reasons I'm doing this. Let me explain to you guys why. Number one, I'm doing it because I want to know you better, okay? Two, I want to establish that relationship. Three, I don't want to just come in here and sell you. I don't. I actually want to know how I can provide more value. Five, if you happen to actually, um, we actually happen to happen to have a good conversation and it's going well, and I noticed that you didn't have a good year in the markets. And I start asking some some legitimate questions like, what is it that you that stopped you? The, the S&P 500 gained 30% in 2019. Why did you have a negative year? And we start talking and talking. And I'm like, you know what? Have you considered subscribing? I say this because of XYZ reason. Maybe there's something we can work on together that I can help you with. And then what do you know? I get them to subscribe. But it didn't start off as a, as a, as a sale. Like, like, oh, let me close him. It started off with, hey, how you doing? Thank you for following me for all these years. And how did your year go? And how can I be of more value to you? Some say, hey, look, I'd like to see more posts on earnings. Some say, hey, I'd like to see more polls on your Instagram story. Some say, dude, I love your podcast. I would love to see more here and here and here. And I'm like, oh, beautiful. I'll get right on it. Sometimes the conversation ends right there. Other times it goes all the way through to a sale. But I'm warming my leads up for many reasons. I want to be in your guys' lives. I do. In the most unstalkerish way possible, I'm trying to really connect with you all. And I think people understand that and it resonates with them. And as a result, I have clients who trust me and and that's where the word of mouth eventually comes in because people are like, yo, this guy is legit. This guy is, he's a great guy. He actually cares. No one's talking about price, like I mentioned earlier. It's not. 
You know, in fact, when I'm in conversations with these people, price is usually one of the last things we discuss. And that is why I have three different models, uh, three different plans, so it can appeal to different people. Some people don't need all the, the stuff that blue comes with. Some people only need green. Some people like the in-between with the red. And it goes back to my earlier point too. I'm just trying to make this all full circle for you guys. I don't have 12 different plans because no one would even decide. They'd be like, uh, I don't know, man. Keep it neat. So if you're starting a business or you're offering some kind of service, try and keep provide uh, different solutions and different offerings, but not too much. Okay, I even learned this in uh, in marketing back in college. All right. So my point number seven was trust is everything. And I already went into that. Eight was being genuine, uh, understanding your audience and catering to their needs, asking legitimate questions. But be careful because when you ask too many questions and you're too forthcoming, it can almost feel like an interrogation in an interview and then you lose them. You gotta be, you gotta have that warmth, that charisma. Another thing I also want to say while I have you guys, um, people think salesmen have to be extrovert, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, Wolf of Wall Street, sell me this pen kind of guys. You don't. You don't, you don't, you don't. I'm so tired of this shit. I hate it. I hate it. You don't. The best salesmen are the ones that find out what their clients are in need of and cater to it perfectly. Okay? My parents, the real estate agent they use, he's not a salesman by any means. We just trust the guy like crazy. He's genuine. And when we see what he talks about and we see it somewhere else, everything adds up. There's a trust element there. Okay? Go to look at anyone you do business with in your life. Ask yourself, why do they do business with them? Then look at everyone who's doing business with you and ask yourself, why are they doing business with me? Okay? Am I a little uh, on the extrovert side? For sure. But let me tell you something. My energy has burned me sometimes. It really has. It's so important to gauge who you're talking to. For some people, <coughs> excuse me, my energy is very, very, um, uh, how do I say, it's very appealing to them. It, it, it kind of attracts them. For some others, it's, uh, it's overwhelming. Um, so you really want to try and find that middle balance and, and cater it to the person you're talking to. Now, this is not being disingenuine. This is absolutely not. You have to understand that people want to warm up to you first. They might like that high pace mentality and attitude later on. But in the beginning, you have to see maybe you want to pump your brakes a little more. Because sometimes, and I've had it happen to myself, people think I have my sales cap on. When I'm not trying to even sell them anything, I just get so excited talking about certain things, certain topics that I'm passionate about. And it's bit me in the ass before. I don't really apologize for it because it's who I am. But uh, I've also been able to, over the years, understand, and I'm still getting better at it. I still make my, my mistakes of where I can tone it down a little bit. You know, it's very important when you're doing your quote-unquote pitch, even though I don't like to use that word either, um, to, to understand how important it is, your tempo, your voice, how you start sentences, how you end sentences. There's so many important ways. But we, and another thing that's very important too is you also want to make sure, because uh, you'll never close a sale if you're disagreeing with your, with your, uh, your, your client uh, in, in a sense where you just can't agree to anything. Sometimes, you know, you want to start with, I hear what you're saying, or I agree with what you're saying, and then add maybe something toward the end to just come up and be like, I disagree with you, or I feel differently. Um, it doesn't help you at all in trying to close that deal. All right. Uh, and another thing I want to make apparent too, uh, 
in these nine and ten points, point number nine, point number ten here, is that the money is in the follow-up, okay? Uh, it's very, very difficult to close somebody on the first go-around. It is very, very difficult. Uh, if it happens, power to you. Don't be discouraged, okay? If you don't get the sale on the first try, uh, essentially, I, people say as studies, usually the sale closes on like the fifth or sixth follow-up. And I don't know what the truth is behind that. I don't know what those studies are. I read it somewhere, but I'm not sure how true it is. Well, I want to tell you about my follow-ups and my uh, experience with follow-ups. Initially, I always thought I'm annoying the person. I'm annoying. I'm annoying. I'm annoying. What am I doing? That could not be further from the truth. What I've come to realize over the years is that you're busy, your friend's busy, your dad's busy, everyone is busy. We are moving at a million miles, miles an hour today. Everybody is has so much on their plate, you get forgotten about, okay? People are very busy, so it's going to be very difficult for you to close someone immediately. The follow-up, I've noticed, is so appreciative. People actually tell me, I actually admire your ability to follow up. I get that almost every time I follow up. Thank you for the follow-up. That's very professional of you. Okay? It, don't look at it as bothering. You're not bothering them. You're not. I want you guys to take this with you. It's not bothersome at all. It's Most people I've noticed appreciate it greatly. And it's how you you show how committed you are to servicing them. And that you think about them. You want to make notes of these things. And, and the money is in the follow-up. That's also why I don't try and sell somebody like, oh, I'm going to go into this right now. I'm going to sell this dude. I don't think like that. And I'm sure many would disagree with me. Like, that's like you want to just like, oh, I'm going to go and sell this freaking guy right now. Let's go. I, I, I don't. I'm looking. Let me ask this guy how things are going. And if there's anything I can do to make your life easier or make it better with regards to finance and investing. And that's pretty much the mentality I have. I, I feel like it comes off really well. I feel like that's why I've had success with it so far. Okay. And um, and I think that you would find the same thing. So definitely, you know, do some trial and error. And number 10. Number 10 is volume. Guys, no matter how great your service is, no matter how cheap it may seem, some people are just not going to be interested. It's just not for them. I've passed up on so many things that were just like dirt cheap because it just doesn't interest me. It's, I'm not your market. I'm not the guy who, who you're going to uh, want as a customer. I'm not interested. Thank you. You could be free. How many times someone offers you something free on the side, on the street, especially in Manhattan? Oh, you'll try this out. No thanks. No thanks. You won't even take a flyer. So you just, and it's free. It, it costs nothing. Just grab it. You know? And you don't take it. It's okay. It's okay. Don't get discouraged. The only way you're going to win is volume. Volume, volume, volume. And eventually you'll get that, that rhythm down. You'll find out what works, what doesn't work. So you can increase your chances and your probability of closing at a higher percentage. And then you go from there. Excuse me. So guys, these are my top 10 key points here 
I want you all to, to listen to this episode as many times as you, as you have to, to really understand that this is my two cents. I got, I got the question a few times, Q, what are your, what, what are your two cents on, on se- selling? What, what is your thoughts on sales and how, it, and how you use it and, and what your thoughts are on it? And guys, this is what my thoughts are. Um, they're still developing. Uh, the more I, I'm in this entrepreneur world now, you know, in May, it'll be three years since I, I quit JP. And, you know, if there's one thing I have to say is you have to be able to sell and you have to be able to close. Otherwise, you are not going to make it. It is essential. It's it's the blood of your business. You have to be able to pot like it's without a doubt. It's positive. You have to effectively communicate and get your point across as to why your service is better than everybody else and why it's worth someone's time and money. If you're unable to do this, then you have no business. That is point blank, cannot be refuted. So take this with you guys. I hope this was of extreme value. This is actually one of my favorite episodes I've done to, to date. And I am looking so forward to providing you guys with such amazing episodes throughout the entire year. My goal is to get so many more of these out this year. Uh, 2019 was a, was a great year for the podcast. 2019 was actually just a phenomenal year for Cube. And I'm really so excited because if, if you ask me, I'm just getting warmed up. And uh, I, I'm just so excited. I can feel you guys are excited. Please do me a favor. Share this podcast with, with anybody that could listen to this, that could use this. Not just this episode, but all the episodes I do. If you want guy, if you guys want to see any other episodes on any other topics, please let me know. Uh, in fact, you make my life easier. Uh, and scratch my back and I'll scratch yours, essentially. <laughs> so thank you all. And uh, let's crush it this year. Later.